Well, welcome to the Val FD Stuttgart Americana podcast here, where we are going to dive into the recent uh, happenings of one of the most exciting clubs in all of uh, in all the world. So let's uh, first off introduce who we've got with us today. First off, we've got Austin, who's, uh, I think, president, founding member of Ukiah SC Freiburg Society. Austin, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, we've got Jeffrey, who is... Uh, Founder of the Chico Billy Goats, uh, fan club for uh, FSA Cologne. Jeffrey, welcome to the podcast. Welcome. Thank you, Travis. And hello there, Austin. Hello, Jeffrey. All right. Well, we're going to dive right into uh, right into what was no doubt the biggest match of, well, for Stuttgart this weekend. And they headed off against uh, Hertha Berlin. And it was a matchup of a 10th place team versus a 15th place team. And at the end of the day, nothing really changed too much on the table. Um, a win for Valak Bay would have moved them closer to mid-table security. And, you know, Herta is fighting for survival as they're in 15th. So it's kind of a tale of two halves this game. Uh, general thoughts, Austin, start with you. Um, the especially in the first half with missed opportunities for, for uh, Stuttgart. I mean, uh, Endo, uh, Forster, and Silas, is it Silas or Silas? Ah, uh, it is Silas. Silas, Silas. They all had opportunities, and they just didn't, you know, connect on them. And uh, besides that, it, it was it was strange because the first five minutes, you know, it looked like uh, Tommy got fouled. They didn't call it, and and then then they give uh, that uh, marrow. Panos? Yeah, Mother Panos. Yeah. yeah, give him a yellow card. Well done, there. <laughs> and then right after that, you know, seventh minute, eighth minute, you know, Silas and Endo have these opportunities and they just missed on them. And that's what stood out for me in the first half was they had the opportunities. They just couldn't connect on them and finish them. Yeah, yeah. Jeff, do you agree or disagree with that first half assessment? And I agree, but I hate to state the obvious here, and, and sorry to make this about myself, but did anybody expect anything different when Hennis needs a Stuttgart victory <laughs> that they managed to pull out the draw against one of the worst teams, one of the most struggling teams in the Bundesliga? I, I mean, that's exactly what I expected before the game started. And I think Austin's right, though. I think that – I mean, it's funny because you look at the lineup, and I think that once – Gonzo went out was it last week, two weeks ago. It's been a different team. I mean, I and 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 Forster, I know that you like to, to bag on him. He's like the almost like the that's what's missing in this picture kind of thing. I don't see where he really fits in that squad. I think he's a kind of a drive killer, so to speak. But they just didn't look the same. They kind of look and I like Tommy though. I think Tommy, once he gets back into form, I think he's gonna be I think he's gonna be just fine. He must be I'm guessing a little bit out of shape after missing so much time, but I kind of like Tommy out there, to be honest with you. But mm-hmm. no, I I, I want to say that uh, they, I don't know. It's it's I'm watching almost every single Stuttgart game this year. They they are starting to look a little bit toothless, which is odd 
for me to say, being mm. one of the most exciting teams in the first half, at least, of the, of the year. So, But, again, I needed to win, so I expected <laughs> to draw her a lot. So everything I wanted and then some. That is true. I, I think that will be a deep dive in some future podcast where we will go into how all of our clubs are just not able to help one another out when – it's most needed. Yeah, I, I agree with you guys. I thought the first half was exciting. Uh, they got into it. Uh, a lot of missed opportunities. Um, some really nice play by Kalijic. Some really nice play by Anton in the back. Um, but it is, yeah, the, the Nico Gonzalez miss. I thought they missed Gonzalo Castro in the middle. Um, and Forcer's tough. He's, he's kind of one-dimensional. He's very good on defense, very good on pressing, a lot of hustle, but can be a drive killer sometimes, it seems like. But it seemed like there was a lot of chances in the first half. I thought we were somewhat lucky to get that uh, that VAR overturn of the offsides on the Kalajic goal. Do you guys have any thoughts on that? Uh, go ahead, Andy. Go ahead, Andy. You go first. Austin? Oh, I was just saying, it's hard to tell what's offsides anymore because, you know, it, it looked like a good call by the ref, and I thought it was going to stand. And, you know, so I, I just – I'm glad that it went the way it did. But, it, like I said, it's hard to tell. And it that's pretty much all I got on that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was a tough one. I, I was surprised they overturned it, Jeff. Well, you know, I mean, offsides, handball, pass interference – catch what is what is what these days i'm actually surprised to be honest they overturned it also but that being said i think on plays i might agree with var and sports i think it's probably a good thing overall but when you have a play that's you if you have to look at it you know 10 15 times and take two or three minutes and you still can't decide if it's offsides or not give the goal to the give the goal to the to the team i mean if it's a good play and it's a and, and it's a they score a goal off it and they're off size by half an inch mm-hmm. i don't see how var can overturn that i mean i think in that instance it looked like maybe his arm was across offsides right um, i'm not sure if that if that means offsides or not according to the rules but his body his feet didn't look to be so i, I agree with it, making the letting the call stand but i've seen var overturn too many good goals, and I've seen VAR return what should not be a goal. So it's hard to decide. I mean, honestly, every time you want to talk about it, that's the only time as a Hennis fan I'm on the edge of my feet is watching <laughs> a VAR replay. So yeah, we'll get into Hennis here in a bit. As uh, that actually, I'm sorry, next... I'm pretty selfish about this so far. <laughs> the next, well, I got a lot of things I want to say. I was going to say when the beloved Billy Goats podcast yeah. starts up, it will it will be all Hennis all the time. Um, yeah, I was a little surprised they overturned that. That's four, I believe, straight games that VAR has played a pretty huge role in the results for Stuttgart. Two have gone our way, two have not. Um, I was surprised. I guess it was the right call in the end. But So we go into halftime, up a goal. Looks like all the opportunities are going Stuttgart's way. And then the second half starts. And actually, I thought the first 10 minutes of the second half wasn't too bad. And then Hertha made a change. Uh, they brought in former Stuttgart player Sammy Kadira, took out uh, former Stuttgart player Santiago Ascasibar. I guess everybody has a Stuttgart player somewhere. And the game completely changed, I thought, from that point forward. Oz, your thoughts? Uh, from the second half, were, you know, it, it's around the 59th minute, Anton makes 
what I consider the play of the game. Uh, it looks like there's about to chip a Florian, and he runs and heads it, heads it over the post. And, you know, and it's a good thing he did, too, because from from my watching of the game, I don't think uh, Stuttgart had a shot on goal or a shot until the 85th minute. So, mm-hmm. it was, I mean, thank God that, you know, he got to that ball. And it just, yeah, you're right. It doesn't seem like the game changed in the second half. There, it didn't look as – the effort didn't seem to be there. For yeah. yeah, I had to go back and watch it. And in the first 10 minutes, like I said, I thought things went pretty well. And then when Hertha took out Askasibar, who is great defensive player, but pretty limited offensively, and they brought in Kadira, boy, I thought the whole game changed. And from that point forward, you're thinking, okay, this is going to end up a draw. And sure enough, it did. Jeff, did you see any changes in the second half that made you scratch your head? The biggest change I saw was the second half was the only half I got to watch. Um, <laughs> I... Uh... Side note, I may be the only one on this podcast that actually has a job. So I slept through the first half. Uh, as soon as this podcast West takes Coast, off. Uh, between my job and the one, I think I, I, I missed the first 45 minutes for sure. But um, the second half, I will say from what I saw, it was, it was pretty much all hurt. I mean, it's, I was surprised at how I think what, one shot on goal the second half for Stuttgart. Mm-hmm. Um Luckily, for the most part, I mean, Hurt is pretty anemic on offense as well, but they looked like outside the first 10 minutes, they pretty much controlled that half. Mm-hmm. I mean, in some sense, I think a draw was a, was a fair score, mm-hmm. um, but probably lucky that we get away with the draw in some, in some other aspects too. So I think it was a pretty, I don't know, I'd say edge goes and Hurt to the second half, but, you know, the 1-1 final score was definitely probably the, the right outcome for the game. Yeah. I think I'm, the, I'm more the eye test guy than – I didn't study it as far as individual plays are concerned, but I test showed me it hurts. It was probably a little bit better to team that second half. So, Yeah, I think a 1-1 one, one draw was a fair result at the end. Probably disappointing for both sides. But all right, let's wrap up part one with uh, a little thing we call the Griffin versus the Goat. Um, Austin is a fan of Freiburg. Their mascot is the Griffin. So, Austin, you're going to give us the big picture looking at the forest view. Um, Hertha's got five games coming up. Leipzig, Wolfsburg, Augsburg, Dortmund, and uh, Bayer, Leverkusen. Uh, should they be worried or are they, they in good shape? They should be absolutely worried. Hertha, I mean, they they played you guys to a draw today, but it, it was not pretty. And, you know, I just – I don't know who Hertha is game by game. Every, every time I watch them, it, it seems like they're it, – they don't – have any fluid, you know, chemistry or, or game plan or what, however you want to say it. It just, I, I would be very worried, worried if I was a Hertz fan right yeah. now. Yeah. And Jeff, you're going to give us the Billy Goat kind of in the moment, in looking at the tree. Should Hertz be worried? Should Hertz be worried? Um, oh, absolutely. Should be worried. I mean, I think any team on the bottom five right now has, you know, has to be worried. I and mean, I think with Hertha, you know, Stuttgart and Bremen's down there. And, of course, uh, the teams below them. I think every team when the, from, gosh, you know, 18 through uh, 13, 14 has got to be worried right now. I mean, they're definitely – they're in the playing position, but they're not – got mm-hmm. some tough games coming up too. And 
I think there are, I think when, when, when it comes down to it, they're probably going to survive this year just because they're such a large club. I just, I can't imagine them dropping down, but I think by all means they have every right to be worried right now. They haven't, I have, don't think they've seen this side of the table in a long, long time. So, yeah. Okay. Same question, but this time Austin for uh, Val FB. They've got Cologne, right. Schalke, uh, Frankfurt, Hoffenheim, and Bayern Munich coming up. Should they, uh, should they be concerned? Well, not for the first two. <laughs> I mean, after that. Good call. That's a great call there. Well, <laughs> sure. well I'll just say, uh, like I said, if they play like they did in the first half, I, I, I don't want to overlook Endo's passing today was quite good. I I was very impressed by by Endo today. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if, if they could get the opportunities that they did today, like they did in the first half, then – I, I see them, you know, getting at least nine to 10, 11 points over the next five weeks. Oh, wow. Well, I can see why you like Endo. He, like you, has four children running around. So he's probably a pretty busy guy as well. All right, Jeff, we'll wrap up part one with you. The Billy Goat, after today's performance, just in the moment, staring at the trees, should Val be, we be worried? <laughs> Should Stuttgart be worried or should should Hedis be worried? Which no, is- we're not there yet, Bob. We'll start with oh, Stuttgart. Oh, oh, no, no, no. I, not at all. Not at all. I mean, I honestly think you guys are probably the most comfortable position that you could possibly be in. I think that your Europa League expectations are probably at this point not squashed. I wouldn't say it's something you can realistically start looking towards and thinking about. I mean, as far as relegation is concerned, I mean, you're safe from there, too. In your next two games – Cologne, and we'll get there. Shaka, which, of course, you need to win that game, and so you won't. Um, <laughs> and, then it get, and then it gets tough after that, of course. You'd probably drop some points in Frankfurt. Berlin's a huge game. Well, that's, uh, yeah, I actually play uh, – was after that? We play uh, – oh, Hoffenheim, yeah. which is struggling. I say you probably get – in your next run of games, I say you probably get seven to nine points out of those, out of those five games. You're going to lose to Bayern. Mm-hmm. Um, you're gonna get crushed to Bayern. I hope Frankfurt crushes you too. Quite, quite honestly, but <laughs> but wow, I, see, I, a, see right. nine, I see getting seven nine. I see getting seven nine points out of it. Honestly, that's that's about all you can expect. I think at that point you're gonna be perfectly positioned to be, you know, safe for the rest of the season. To be honest, yeah, nothing to worry yeah. about. All right. Well, we can tell that uh, Jeff is chomping at the bit to uh, talk a little Billy Goat talk. Uh, we're going to take a little break, and then when we come back for part two, we will preview our next match as well as some predictions for the league overall. We'll check back with you in a minute. All right, here we are uh, back for part two. Uh, We reviewed the previous uh, Val FB match. Now we're going to preview the one that's coming up. Uh, they're coming up against the mighty Billy Goats from Cologne. We're going to be traveling to Cologne, the Cathedral City, as they call it. Um, just real quick, some context. Uh, as we stand right now, Stuttgart is in 10th on the table. Cologne is, after their match today, 14th. Um, but there's only five points that are separating them. The last time these two played, it was a 1-1 draw, match day five. Uh, Stuttgart actually scored in the first 25 seconds and then took the rest of the game off. 
Uh, Cologne came back about 20 minutes later on a Sebastian Anderson converted penalty kick <laughs> to, to draw the game. It, it ended 1-1. Um, thoughts going into this matchup. Austin, lead us off. I think it's going to be an immense battle between Team Cologne and the second half of VFB today. I I think it's going to be all Timo and no offense from VFD. And I think ultimately VFD will win on a PK in about 90 plus. Points. 90 plus. Wow. Well, it's also, it's, it's pronounced Vow F day and uh, like Silas. <laughs> so <laughs> just, just for future reference. Um, all right. So Austin predicts a low scoring, uh, Timo Fest, Timo Horn, obviously the goalie for uh, FC Cologne, uh, but a late goal for Stuttgart to pull out the 1-0 win. Uh, Jeff, you, like I said, are the founder of the yet-to-be-formed uh, Chico Billy Goats, the North Cal- uh, North uh, North in California's uh, premier uh, FC Cologne fan club. What do you think going into this game? Look at it. Give it to us um, from the Cologne point of view. What are you thinking? Well, the clone point point of view is is, is pretty simple. The, after the next few games, we've got to get points uh, against Stuttgart. I mean, they're probably the. I mean, to be fair, they're the better team, but they're probably playing the worst they played all season long. You probably agree with that too. They're they're probably in their worst form. Stuttgart is right now. So we're kind of ripe to get some points against them. Um, the fact the only goal we scored against them last time was a penalty kick by Anderson just I don't remember that I'm, I'm assuming it was a header uh, Anderson, after he gets his shoes on does not know how to use his feet so I've got I'm surprised by that but I think that we've got to get we've got to come away with I mean we're home which means nothing this year but I think if we're going to get three points we've got to do it next week otherwise we're in trouble kind of moving forward we got Byron the next week we're going to get rushed Mm-hmm. And we've got to make some distance between us and Herta and the teams below. We've got to just keep the pedal down when we can. I think if any team to get points against, it's going to have to be Stuttgart. But that being said, I mean, we're going to have to see the bad version of Stuttgart to do that. So, Yeah, I'm, I'm a little worried about this game. To be, um, it is on the road, which is good. Stuttgart has one of the best road records in the league. Um, it is, you know, Stuttgart – on paper is the, the better team, the more talented team. Uh, but this is a matchup that doesn't really uh, play to our strengths because I, from all the games I've watched, and I've watched a lot of FC Cologne games, God help me, that you guys are going to park the bus. You're going to try to counter with Dennis, your, the striker you uh, – the one striker you got from uh, Belgium. And that's where we are – that's where we're open. That's where we're weak. Um, we well, struggle against teams that, play, that park, park the bus. It's not a strategy, Travis. Parking the bus is a necessity. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry to interrupt you. Continue. That's just I had to throw that in there. I had well, to make that point. Sugar tends to play better against teams that are much more open and that uh, allow space and uh, things of like that. Allow Silas to go down the wing or Sosa to go down the wing and crosses and things of that nature. Um, Nico Gonzalez when he's healthy, so they're really good on the run. Um, but playing against teams that play very defensive-minded, like you guys have been playing this year, out of necessity or choice, 
Uh, that's where we struggle. So I'm actually pretty apprehensive uh, going going into this. I mean, I could see a scenario where we don't get points against you guys. Uh, we don't get points against Schalke. And then you're going into Frankfurt, Hoffenheim, and, and Munich, and you're thinking, oh, boy, here we go. So I, oddly enough, I think it's a pretty big game for Stuttgart to kind of stabilize some things. I don't think we have more than one win in the last eight games, to be honest. So from a Stuttgart perspective, I think we're a little more apprehensive than, than you might expect. Uh, I, I would expect that from you, actually, and I hope so. But I hope that you guys play apprehensive. And listen, all you have to do to figure out how to beat us, you're talking about your wing players. Look at Kostic today. That guy was all over us all day long, up and down that wing. We couldn't stop him. I mean, so, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I agree with you saying that you, you do look a lot better against teams that know how to press and, and you can use your open space. And we do tend to keep eight people back. If you look at our breaks, I mean – if that's what you want to call them, once we get down there in their in their distant one third of the field, there's maybe maybe three guys total, including the guy with the ball down there ready to score the goal. So you've got plenty of time, plenty of space. Mm-hmm. And yeah, maybe that's us parking the bus, or that's us just being lazy, or that's us just being not very talented. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> that's, uh, the motivational speech is coming out of uh, <laughs> the Chico. Well, I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated here. Yeah, it was a tough 2-0 loss for Hennis today. Uh, Philip Kostic, former Stugar player, yet again, was doing what he does, just running up and down the pitch, crossing the ball like That guy's good. And uh, that's kind of what Stugar does as well, um, runs up and down the pitch and crosses. So we'll see. Austin, from a neutral observer, um, what do you think about this match? Well, I'm wondering, and wondering what – what kind of formation do you think uh, Stuttgart's going to go with? Are they, do you think they'll start uh, the Dabby next week? Uh, they Pellegrino Matarazzo, who is the uh, – that's a lot of syllables in there – is the coach, um, American, you know, is over there. And he typically does a 3-5-2, uh, 3-5-1-1, um, where you have Sosa on the left wing and Silas on the right, and they kind of – run up and down all day long. So that's typically what they've been doing mm-hmm. against Cologne, who just pretty much has the one guy, Dennis, who's good, but young and raw. Mm-hmm. I think we'll be okay there. I just, I could see, I could see a zero, zero draw. I could see a one, one draw. Um, I struggle to see a three, one, four, one score. Yeah, I mean, if it does come, become a game where, you know, multiple goals, it, it's going to be, I think, some lapses on Cologne's part. I, I just, I'm sorry, Jeff. I just don't see this out. Yeah. I just, I laugh at the word lapses. I'm sorry. It's, <laughs> just... it's all right. Let's wrap up the preview of the match with our predictions for the match. Um, the spread as it stands right now, Las Vegas is giving Stuttgart half a goal on the road. So it's VFB, VFB minus half a goal. Uh, predictions, Austin. Who are you taking? I'm taking Stuttgart. Jeffrey, who are you taking? Uh, I'm actually going to take 3-1 Stuttgart. 3-1 Stuttgart. All right. Yeah, I think, uh, boy, I think we need this one. I think we play well on the road. I am going to take Stuttgart with a 2-0 win and see how that goes. All right. Speaking of predictions, why don't we jump into a rapid-fire prediction of the rest of the matches that are coming up 
uh, next weekend. Um, I'm sure people are very interested in our opinions on how well we think other clubs are going to go. So, Austin, we're going to start with you. We got 16th place Bielefeld at uh, hosting Wolfsburg, who is in fourth place. Their match hasn't finished today, so we don't know. They might have moved up the table a little bit. Um, Bielefeld's getting half a goal. Austin, go. Uh, Wolfsburg, they're just defensively, they're just solid. So, All right. Yeah. Jeff, what about you? Easy, Wolfsburg. Jeff, all right. We have, yeah, Wolfsburg is just looking defensively minded. They're looking tough this year. Um, a strange team that's coming up. Seventh place, Gladbach, minus a goal. Hosting, who 17th place, Mainz, who just got a big result this weekend, coming back to get a draw versus Leverkusen. Uh, Gladbach minus one. Austin, who you got? Unfortunately, I got to take Gladbach, even though I would love to see Mainz win this for Freiburg's sake. But I, I just can't. I can't take mines. I just. But Jeff, what about you? Uh, I I agree with Austin. I take Gladbach on that. But mines is looking good, and that's kind of a little bit scary the way they're playing. But mm-hmm. I, I'm going to have to go Gladbach minus one. I think mines is going to be stopped next week. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going mines with that one. I I, I think they've got something going on and a uh, goal. Gladbach's struggling a little bit, so I'm going to go mines. All right, next one up. Third place Frankfurt, who just enjoyed a 2-0 win. Versus Cologne, they're getting a goal plus one as they host Bayern Munich, who is, let me check the table, ah, uh, yes, in first place. Mm-hmm. Oscar, you got? I'm taking Frankfurt. I, I think, you know, Bayern's going to get a little lazy. They're how many points clear right now? Uh, 17,000. <laughs> Pretty much. So I, I think they're going to take the foot off the gas. I think uh, Frankfurt uh, pulls by Bayern in this game. Jeff? I don't think it's so much taking a throw out the gas. I just think that Frankfurt is probably, I mean, obviously, if you guys watched the game this morning, <laughs> obviously, I think they're probably the toughest team in the league right now. They're, they're absolutely streaking. I think they said before the game they pulled out like 24 possible 27 points or something like that before the game. I mean, they're just, they're playing really, really well. And I just, I think they're going to, I think, um, that game ends in a draw, so I take I'll take Frankfurt plus one. Yeah, make that a clean sweep. It seems like since we've been fans the last six seven years, Frankfurt's always played pretty well against uh, Bayern. All right, next up we've got ooh Austin's team SC Freiburg in eighth place, uh, the beloved Freiburg team minus half a goal hosting ninth place Union Berlin Union Berlin, who uh, had a zero zero result versus Schalke this weekend. Austin. This is your chance to talk to us about Freiburg a bit. Who you got? I got Union Berlin. Oh. I'm taking I'm taking Berlin. Uh, I just you know, uh, Strike is 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 coaching well and and we've been playing well as of late. But I just got a bad feeling about this game. Uh, it just our consistency lately. We're uh, you know our our striker situation is. I mean, Peterson's coming off the bench, which is, you know, I understand he's getting old and they want to try out some of these new kids and, and see what we got. But I, I just don't see us pulling this one out this week. All right, Jeff, Freiburg, minus half a goal versus Union. Who you got? I'm taking Union plus the half. Again, I agree with Austin on this one, too. I think that although they, they managed to draw against Shocker, which, of course, I needed them to win, so of course they didn't. But that aside, I mean, I think that I've seen Union play a few times. They look really, really, really good. So yeah. um, I'm going to take them plus half goal against Freiburg. I think that game actually, I would, I would set it probably a pick'em game. So being that they have a, 
They're getting the half. I'll, I'll take the half. Yeah, make that another clean sweep. I like Freiburg. Union, these are two teams that are punching above their weight. Usually Freiburg wins those games, but yeah, I, I see another draw here too. So that's going to be uh, all three of us taking Union Berlin. All right, uh, 18th place Schalke getting, boy, they're struggling. A point and a half, a goal and a half, hosting equally struggling, not on the table though, Dortmund, who is in sixth place. This is, I think, a tough one. Uh, Austin, who you got? I think Holland covers this by himself. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Jeff, who you got? You know, it's funny. You asked me this eight weeks ago, and this is an easy, easy pick, but I am not so sure about that. I think Dortmund's got some real struggles, and I think that, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to take the surprise. I'm going to take Shaka plus a goal and a half on this one, I think. I think, yeah, I think they're going to keep it a low-scoring game, probably two to one. I think they're going to lose, but I'll take the goal and a half plus Shaka. Yep, same, 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 same. Schalke, I've seen enough of their matches because there's nothing I like more than a relegation dogfight since uh, our clubs have usually been in that uh, in that fight. Yeah, I, wa- I watch one every week. Every week. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, I too am going to take Schalke. I think they can uh, put some pressure. And uh, Dortmund's in a weird spot right now. See how that goes. All right, a couple left. Augsburg, 13th place, getting a goal versus fifth place, Bayer Leverkusen, Austin. I'm taking uh, Leverkusen uh, yep. just because they're higher on. Yeah, they're higher up on the table. Had a little bit of a hiccup this weekend. See if they'll bounce back. Jeff? Listen, Augsburg's going to finish 13th place no matter what happens with this <laughs> game or any other game. Augsburg always finds a way to finish safely. They're probably the most unentertaining team outside of my own. Um <laughs> I've got no idea what to think about them. And Bia looks like they've been struggling a little bit, but I think they're just they're just too much power. I, I'm going to take Bayer minus the goal. Okay, yeah, I'm going to take Augsburg. I don't get them. I've never gotten them. Um, they're struggling a little bit more this year, giving up goals than I think they usually do, but plus one. Um, I may come back to regret this one, but Augsburg is just that team that every year they get predicted to go down, and every year I'm like, no, they shouldn't. They Figure out a way. So I'll stick with Augsburg, the mighty flaming acorns. Two matches left. Uh, Hertha, who is in 15th, they're getting half a goal. Hosting Leipzig, who is right now in second place. Mm-hmm. I uh, Honestly, I I can't understand this spread. Uh, I mean, I think Leipzig, of course. Yeah. But half a goal, I yeah. don't get that. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff, same. I don't get it either. I'm betting Travis's house on Leipzig with this one. I mean, if, if, if they can't pull out a, a victory by one goal, I don't know what it is. So I'm, I'm betting the house on Leipzig for sure. Yeah, joke's on you because I don't own this house. The bank does. So I'll let them know. <laughs> Last match, Hoffenheim minus half a goal. They're in 12th place versus Bremen, who is in 11th place. Uh, both match, they both had uh, draws this weekend. So Hoffenheim 12th minus half a goal versus Bremen. Austin, who you got? Hoffenheim. I, I'm taking them because they're lower on the table. <laughs> Jeff? I told myself, whoever's getting the points on this, I'm taking. I'm taking Bremen. Okay, Bremen. I am struggling on this one, but I'm going to uh, – I think I'm going to join Jeff with Bremen here. I don't get Hoffenheim this year. Okay, I don't get Hoffenheim. All right. Well, those are our predictions. Uh, we're going to wrap it up with our last segment today, which is true or false. I'm going to throw out a statement. And you guys are going to give me a quick true or false on this statement, okay? Gotcha. First statement. Stuttgart will qualify to the uh, Europa League spot 
So sixth place this year. False. True or false? False. False. I, I the the way they've been playing recently. If they were playing the way they played at the beginning of the year, beginning of the campaign, I, I would definitely say true. But they they just they're taking a step back, and and so I just can't see them making it. Yep, Jeff. Yeah, it's false. They're too far behind. They're not going to catch up. And I think that eventually Dortmund's going to find their way and they're not going to be able to pass them up. They're going to stay out of number six or seven. Yep, I agree. I thought they had a couple matches a few weeks ago that were pretty vital to that. Didn't pan out. But mid-tables, you know what? Not so bad. All right. True or false? Stuttgart will score over seven and a half points in their next five games versus Cologne, Schalke, Frankfurt, Hoffenheim, and Bayern Munich. True or false, Austin? Oh, that's absolutely true. That oh. they might even get a bonus point against Hennis next week. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> they'll get four. Uh, I like it. But yeah, oh. yeah like I said, I, I think they're going to be between nine to eleven points. I, I, All right. I'm going to say false. I'm going to take under seven and a half. But I think they're going to have seven. I think they're going to probably draw against Union Berlin. Um, so I think they're going to get. Obviously, two against three against us and Shaka, and then lose the following. So, I think I'll, I'll say under. I'll yep. say uh, false. Yeah, I'm going to say under as well. I think it'll be right around six or seven there. All right. A uh, couple more. Hertz of Berlin, who uh, Stuttgart just played this weekend, will finish in 16th place. True or false? Austin. Oh, wow. So, you got what? Below them, you have uh, Bielefeld, Mainz, Hertha. Uh, who's the other team down there? So you got Schalke, baby. Schalke's in 18th. Yeah, then you've got uh, Mainz, uh, Bielefeld, Hertha. Um, and then, let's see, in 14th place, we've got checking the table. Nobody. All right. Yeah, I'm going to say <laughs> Hertha will be in 16th place. True. All right, Jeff. Uh, I say false. I, th- I think they're going to. I think they're going to finish above the uh, the playoffs. Yeah, I'm going to say false on that as well. I think they've got too much talent and uh, to finish there. I think there's some other clubs above them, Augsburg, Hoffenheim, um, that are going to come back to earth a bit. All you right. can go ahead and say it. You can say it. No, no. I Nope, this is a non-Billy Goat time right here. Uh, Hurt. Oh, here we go. True or false? Hertha's kits today were better looking than Stuttgart's kits today. Austin? I'm going to say false. And why would you say that? <laughs> I do not see them. Um, <laughs> huh. I actually, you know what? I actually like Stuttgart kits. All of their kits, to be honest with you. Oh, they have some nice, I, nice kits this year. But uh, the the, the Hertha kits were that nice blue black camouflage. I thought those were pretty sharp. No, that, that they were pretty sharp. But I'm so used. To, listen, I'm so used to good looking kits. Have you seen our? Have you seen our third kits? Huh? <laughs> I'm hoping that we will see the bright yellow, whatever they are, carnival kits next week. Oh God! My, All right. Kids, like children. Uh, uh, I'm definitely going. I'm going Hertha's because uh, I think uh, Stuttgart should have stayed with their uh, diversity kids. Yeah, those did are. You, did you think that Travis said kids? I thought he said kids. I was like, I did not see any kids today. So, <laughs> don't you have four children of your own? <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure where this is going. All right, last, last true or false, and then we'll wrap up our first podcast of the year. Um, it is Valentine's Day as we record this. True or false, your wives, our wives, will be happy with the Valentine's Day gifts we provide. Austin? Uh, absolutely true. <laughs> it's with a question mark. <laughs> that, that's all I got. <laughs> Jeff? Put it this way. 80% of the time, I leave my wife 60% satisfied. <laughs> this is one of the 20% times. <laughs> yeah, that's right. How about you? Ah, oh, boy. I think this is a great place to end the podcast is what I think. So, hey, But, you know, here, I did send flowers out to my girls, though. I always do that. That's very important to your kids. Mm-hmm. Keep that in mind since you guys all have little girls. Hey, one more thing, though. When we can talk about Hennis, I have a lot of things I want to say. Can we talk about Hennis and certain players maybe that well, I don't I, like next I, week? I think this might be a great time for us to say, okay, next week when we do our podcast, we will talk all about the big – Stuttgart tennis game so you can regale us with that um also we can uh, end up the podcast now with saying okay where if you want to reach any of these people that you've been listening to today austin where can we reach you on twitter uh well you uh ukiah uh sc freiburg society okay so the um, u underscore scf underscore society okay so yeah and uh yeah, if you want to come join the, the community of Freiburg fans in the Ukiah area, then uh, you're more than welcome to come and join because right now we're a society of one. <laughs> it's, that's where it all starts, though. And, Jeff, if people want to talk to you about uh, the Billy Goats, tennis, players, uh, that stuff, is there anywhere that we can reach you? Yeah, I'll be on the golf course um, <laughs> on Tuesday. Table Mountain Golf Course in Oroville mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, with my buddy Mark and uh, just buy us a drink. I'd love to sit down and talk some tennis with you. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, if you happen to be in Northern California and need to talk to uh, somebody about Freiburg or about FC Cologne, hopefully those guys can help you out. Um, all right. Well, that is it for today. My name is Travis. This is uh, Val Sugar Americana. Thank you for well being here and we'll talk to you next week when we preview review and go through all there is to go about Stuttgart. all right thanks guys and we'll see you later thanks Jeff. thanks austin thank you. Bye.